Hey, I'm Mamie Pierce, the Vice President of Digital Marketing at the Cosmopolitan. And my role there is to, to lead our digital presence and to sell all of our rooms and products online and also to own and manage social media and online advertising and content marketing. So all the things that come with digital advertising. Well, great. Well, thanks, Mamie, for uh, for joining me on this conversation. Uh, we've been working together for, I guess, about a year now, almost a year, maybe almost exactly a year, uh, doing all sorts of things with Super Friendly and the Cosmopolitan. Um, I'd love to just kind of recount that whole tale with you, if you don't mind. So maybe the, a place to start is how did how did you decide that you even needed somebody to help you with all the things that we that we helped with? Like, what was the what was the initial problem that you were trying to solve? Well, for years we've wanted to have. A, an online experience for our most loyal customers, identity members of the Cosmopolitan Las Vegas. So almost all of our competitors already have a website and a mobile app that shows customers their points earned, their offers their, to, to get a room, stay with us, or concerts and free play, their benefits, all of that. We had to re-architect everything on the back end, and we knew we needed to do that in order to present something really great for our guests and customers. So that's why we went to Super Friendly. That's why we reached out to you to say, hey, we're a little behind here, but instead we want to leap, you know, 10 bounds forward and maybe even in front of some competitors to offer the best experience we can for our customers. Yeah, awesome. I, I know one of the things that, that I find through all the projects we do is that the project very rarely starts when our clients hire us, right? So like there's a bunch of stuff that you probably had to do way in advance before you even thought about reaching out to a company to, to help with that. So what are some of the things that you needed to do on your end to even get to the point where you go, okay, now we can reach out to someone to hire to, to help us with this? Well, <laughs> there was a lot in this case. So with this particular project, we were building six core technologies all at once, all in the same year. And so what had to happen before that is, first of all, gaining um, support from our CEO and our, our new owners that doing this was even possible given all the architecture behind the scene, that absolutely nothing was in the cloud yet that we had zero API-based kind of systems, um, that we had a, a guest, a, an offers engine that was homegrown and looked, it did great for us uh, to serve customers on the phone, but it certainly wasn't something you could, the internet could talk to. So, um, or the public internet anyway. And so anyway, we had to make sure that people believe this was even possible and possible within the time frame we were proposing. So that came with researching a number of tech platforms and compiling a bunch of quotes and, and pre-quote quotes and going to our CEO and talking with him about it and building a, a nice team who said, well, yeah, let's just make some decisions and go. So that was part of it. The other part before talking with Super Friendly was, of course, uh, researching a number of web developers and, that 
could help us in figuring out who would be the best. So that's when we reached out to you and you also participated in RFP with a number of really outstanding companies. And then it became a choice of, how about super friendly? You know, yeah. But what led to that? I'm curious. So, you know, you talked to a number of really great companies. What was the thing that you saw in our proposal or our pitch that, that really put it over the top? First of all, you live up to your name. You're super friendly and everyone on the team <laughs> is that way. So that was great to see. Like just your style of working, we could tell was friendly. But then more, almost more important than that, obviously, was the quality of people that you bring to the table. So you and and I, I saw it happen on our project. You brought the best kind of people to come together to make this happen. You knew that our project was a little bit fluid. You were going to have to work with us as we developed all these other technologies behind the scene to come out with a, a product that really impressed our customers at the end of the game. So what I loved was you brought in people like, you know, you, of course, you're an exceptional designer and and you you can lead massive projects like this for companies. But then Josh Clark, who's an expert in designing for touch. And that was important to us to have a really strong mobile presence and to make it really easy for our customers to book on their mobile phones. And then and then you also introduce us to Brad Frost and Ian, who, who you know a design system, which was a new concept for us, but one that we thought, hey. That's not necessarily the problem we were trying to solve with this project, but it could solve so many things for us because the minute we have data and information in the cloud, well, then we can do a lot of different things with for our customers. So the design system could actually enable that further. And then also Jamie, who's developed great apps and has worked on a wide range of brands and products, could work with many different kinds of technologies. And what we needed here was flexibility, great attitudes and premier product at the end of the project. So yeah, that's why we chose super friendly to do all of that. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, it was, a. I, I, I can say on my end, it was just a stellar team and I just enjoyed every second of it working with, with the team. What about on your end? What did, what did the team look like on, on your end? Like what are the different components at the Cosmopolitan that you had to get kind of wrangled into doing this work? So we have, first of all, IT, this, project had a huge data component, all the transactions that happen with loyalty members, all of the book hotel bookings that happen, and then the offer. So we had IT, of course, we needed to bring all of this technology into the cloud and in a way that all, all of our partners could read. And then we also had CRM who needed a new offers engine to power a robust personalized approach to serving casino and hospitality customers. So that's so each each one of those teams, all the teams I'm about to mention have have one leader involved and that created a stakeholder group. So IT CRM revenue management, they price all of our rooms and deal with rates and making sure the booking engine shows all of those rates properly to each particular segment of customers. And then there was uh, marketing of course, me and my team, I have one person, PJ, who runs you know, dot com, who runs our content marketing program and really is cares most about creative and usability, but he was at the table. And then we also had 
five main companies for the work that we were doing exclusively with super companies. So then we had five other companies, five total and working with you to build the site. So those were the main players, five companies in really six kind of individual teams. That's a lot. That's a lot of people, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of teams, a lot doing a lot of different things at the same time. Were you worried at all about, about how that would come together? Or did you feel like, yeah, we got this in the bag? <laughs> I probably could have been more, I should have been more worried about it, but I'm so <laughs> confident in the Cosmopolitan's ability to, to work hard and work through yeah. anything. We're like a little, we're like the bit, uh, you know, we've always said we're, we're a, a big startup, you know, so we get 3000 rooms, 5,000 employees and 20 some restaurants. So three pools, right? We have so much going on, but really it's a very lean team behind the scenes trying to get technology to work, but also at the same time, like running operations. So I still have the social team to run a current.com to run revenue, to get in the door. And so did all the other teams, you know, IT needed to institute some new policies and run a new, they were, they were bringing on a new wireless network at the same time. So there's a ton going on and really the same people doing all of those things. So I probably should have been more worried about it and <laughs> maybe more, maybe even more cautious in, in how I led the, all of the teams forward. I have some thoughts about that too, but. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get but to that. Anyway, uh, anyway, it worked yeah. out. I mean, it worked out in the end. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, so one thing, you know, th this project was was so unique for the super friendly team in lots of different ways. One in particular that I want to kind of focus on is you mentioned all the people that were involved, but notable is who was not involved. You know, so a lot of the projects that we do is it when is it we're working with internal teams of designers and developers who are making webs and uh, websites and apps, you don't have an internal team of designers and developers. Uh, you've got PJ, who kind of plays a web designer, web developer as, as well as he can, but, but his, his core responsibility there is not designing and developing. It's keeping the website up to date, among other things. How did you, how did, how did you think about that in not having an internal team and sort of like relying on, on outside vendors to be able to, to do that work? Yeah, it's a different setup than many of our competitors and then my, also my previous experience. So, you know, it's, it's a different setup, but what I like about it is that you can bring in these strong resources from super friendly, specifically just bringing in the world's best experts in, you know, atomic design, the best experts in designing for who develop the best apps in the world. You can bring them in. I couldn't afford to have you on staff all the time. That would be ridiculous. There's no way we could afford that. But to bring you in to initially launch what we think is the best product of its kind for our industry is phenomenal. It's the best possible outcome. So we can bring you in. You get us set up with the slickest tech and UX and uh, design experience possible. And then we just maintain it. I mean, it's pretty, it's a very efficient way for us to work. And it brings an infusion of creativity into our environment that we wouldn't, that we don't have otherwise. So it was a, it was a great luxury for us to work this way. 
Well, that's awesome. Well, we, uh, we feel the same. It was certainly a, a luxury for us to be able to work in that capacity too, um, because it meant that we, we got to put our hands on a lot of stuff. So let's fast forward to, you know, months later with the new site is up and the, the, the new reward site is up. How did it go from your perspective? It could not have gone better at the end. I mean, you know, we, we had hiccups with our backend and some really, some, some, you know, the, the tech leading into the dot-com work, but the, it could not have gone better from a guest perspective. They absolutely love the site. They love what they see. They feel like this is what they've been waiting for in the hospitality and casino industry is a site that gives them full transparency in a way that's super easy and clean and beautiful to look at. And that make, just makes sense to them. It's, it's the data they were, they were looking for and the way they were looking for it. And uh, typically hospitality, casino customers feel like they aren't getting a premier online experience. And in our case, they hadn't. So it's been nothing. As our, as our VP, Kevin, our VP of uh, slot marketing said, Kevin Sweet, he goes, we went from, from worst to first. And that's the best yeah, line. He, he, you know, yeah, going from worst to first, and that is the truth. And our customers love it. And at the same time, we also brought online our co-stars into the scene. So we launched Web Chat and we launched Rose at the same time. So you added in and you were able to help us with that and to easily get these things online. But to say, let's also integrate humans into the, the online experience. And that also made a difference for our customers who love personal service and a very human approach to, to their experience at the Cosmopolitan. You know, one of my favorite parts of this project was that the, both the Super Friendly and the Cosmopolitan team were really focused on what's going to make a good experience for guests. I, I remember talking so much to to guests, to players, to, to people who work at the Cosmopolitan, to co-stars. I mean, we, we were constantly in touch with all the people that needed to touch this thing. And I know that your team was too. Um, I, I would imagine, I mean, do you think that, that that was part of what led to making it so great? Oh, absolutely. So that would be one of my biggest compliments to uh, Super Friendly is there is, is, is you know, your, your ability to bring in a rich and firm understanding of our customers for us and for the project and all of the vendors who were involved in the project too. So I sitting in on the interviews with Josh Clark with our customers, he was kind enough to let me sit in on it. And I know I, you know, if you're interviewing a customer and you want to hear directly from them, sometimes having the client sit right there can I didn't know how Josh would feel about that, but I wanted to hear his, his questions and I wanted to hear what customers were saying so that not only so that I could really understand their point of view and his questions were just so good and easy and made sense. And then the way he interacted with customers, just it revealed a lot more about them and their preferences than we knew. And so we were, and then, and then super friendly constantly. Uh, being able to, we would we would ask super, we would ask you guys like, hey, what do you think the customers really want in this space? Like, which is a priority for them? And then it was just a no brainer because Josh would help clarify that and, and we keep going. <laughs> I remember uh, one of the phone calls that we had, where I mean, Josh is just so good at at understanding customer needs, and and I remember there was <laughs> there was one phone call with I think with with Kevin and with Katie. Um, that, and and Josh had sort of designed this thing and, and both of them were like, 
like you, you seem to know too much about about the way that we work, too much about our our awards program. And maybe we maybe we dial it back a little bit. Uh, so I mean, he's just so good at understanding the level of nuance there that it was like, well, maybe we need to make this a little bit more general so that so that people can understand it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it's true. He, we were amazed because even we forget, like, oh my gosh, how do we earn points? Like, when do the points expire? I don't get expiration. It's, it's <laughs> so complicated the way we do it. But it's also the best way you can expire points for customers. It gives them the yep. longest use of their points and, and versus just expiring when it's easy. Every other you know, company says, oh, just it's December, or, you know, it's January. Clear out everybody's points. Well, we do it on the rolling 365, but it's hard for us to understand. And we even get confused. And then Josh, like, knew it like the back of his hand. No, there are two kinds of <laughs> right. And it, it really helps because when you're as a, you know, we're trying to run the business and work with not just you, but five other companies to build a bunch of other stuff. So it's even, it's just hard to retain all of the details in your brain and super friendly. You guys are just so good at listening, documenting, reiterating, going back to the vision that we're trying to achieve, that it, it kept us all really stable and clear. Well, you, you mentioned earlier that, you know, it wasn't without its hiccups. So if you don't mind, I want to spend a, a couple of minutes on that too. From from your perspective, what were some things that maybe didn't go so well? Like what are some things that you wish maybe we had done differently or, or done a different process or, or something like that? Is there anything that comes to mind there? Yeah, I think from I I look at some things I would have done differently as a client and a client of all of these companies, I can't look at this project just in terms of the work exactly just super fun because like I said, there are really, really eight other companies involved if I talk about the full scope of the project. And had I done, you know, what what was difficult for us is knowing when when other areas of the project might be off track and creating an environment initially where it would have been okay for people to let me know that as a client rather than, you know, like we were very aggressive about our goals and getting this done in a very short period of time. And uh, one of the hiccups was that, you know, some other components of the project were behind because they are very difficult. And some of the technology maybe did or didn't do some of the things that we thought in the way that we thought they did it. And so that caused some delays for the front end that then you know, allowed us to be, or cause us to maybe not be quite so efficient with super friendly. The good thing was that created space for super friendly to come in and say, well, let's to achieve other goals for the company, like creating the new dot com, not just identity online, a new design system. So those things were done while we waited for a few other components to be finished online. Um, but I think if, if I were to have a slight do over in my point as a client, I would have just said, everyone, look, this is a lot. It's hard. And don't worry about being the one that holds it up. I'd rather you be worried about the one. Just say, let me know if you're stuck. Let me know if you, you are being asked to do a thing you really can't do or something you think is beyond reach. And then just talk about it. Find a way to get unstuck from that and move along. So the other components of the project would have been uh, more smooth sailing. So then I could have handed off to you maybe the finished API and we could have worked on other stuff and we find other stuff as other components were being finished. 
Yeah, yeah, that's, those are great points. I I, uh, I have kind of a similar recollection too, and it's kind of a similar feeling as as I think about the project. I'm like, all right, what would I do differently? Had you know, had we done it again? And I know that there were times where it was a big project, and there are lots of different moving parts. And the I think that that my team is really good at being scrappy, for better or worse. And I think sometimes the scrappiness is like, you know, we'll we'll, we'll kind of plug in over here and plug in over there, and even though this was the plan, we can do this other thing. Um, and I think that what that caused is a little bit of confusion as to like, what, what are we so actually supposed to do? You know, we, we, we are doing a bunch of things, but what are the, what's the thing that we're actually on the hook for that we should do? And I know you, I remember you and I had a couple of phone calls where you were like, you know, I'm just not clear about what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't do a good job of clarifying where our scope was, you know, because we were sort of jumping into to, to all these different things. So I think had I done it over again, that's a thing that I would want to be a lot more clear about is to say, you know, here's the thing that you can count on us for, although we are happy to jump into these these other areas here. And I think it took us a while, you know, together to kind of like get into the rhythm of going like, okay, this is what we're supposed to do. And this is what you can you can look for from us. And then also here are some things that some of the other partners are working on that, you know, we needed from them that were dependencies or they needed from us. And I think more clarity around that might have might have helped everybody to kind of move along at, at the same pace. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it was easy. What I what what was nice is that we could be really open about okay almost immediately say, okay, I think we I think uh, I think you're doing this. Are you actually going to do that, or is that a later right. thing? Or, you know, like we had good communication that way, which is critical when there's so many moving parts. Yeah, I just felt I felt very comfortable going to you and just saying, "Hey, this is what I'm seeing, and is this how it should be, or should you know, should it be this other way?" And you were very easy to work with in that way, just to have an open conversation. Well, the, the feeling is mutual, which is why I think uh, it, was a, it was a success overall. One of the things that I want to I go back to that you touched on earlier is that as part of this output, you know, we were responsible for, you, you hired us to help make this new website for the, for the new rewards program for identity. But part of what we did too, in, or, in order to make that is actually make a design system that helped to power those things. I know that was something that initially, like as you were kind of looking for partners to help you out with that, that wasn't part of the initial brief. That was something that we said, you know, we think this is going to be a good tool for you to have. Maybe you could talk a little bit about what a design system ultimately meant for the Cosmopolitan and why, you, you know, I, I remember you being really excited about that. What was so exciting about having a tool like that from your perspective? Well, we don't have a team of designers in-house. You know, I don't, I don't have any web developers in-house. Uh, neither does IT. So I think Philip, <laughs> Philip and I both looked at it like, oh my gosh, wait, we could, we could have styles in a design system for digital interfaces ready to go. And we bring up this API. It's just like a master, beautiful API of all of our data. Like, wow, the world is our, you know, oyster here. Like we can do whatever we want and do it much more quickly than ever before. And with, so he can hire, you know, a developer and I can work with a developer that's working more in, in back and data systems and transactions. And with the design system, they can just be, you know, really empowered to layer on a style on top of that. We don't have to incur extra costs really in, in a front end designer. We can just really give all of that code to 
some developers to just move very quickly on any project. And it turned out to be one of the most valuable things, even be not just with .com, but in order to get to launching identity, we actually had to use the design system on the CoStar interface, the employee interface we were developing at the same time. So um, we had to, you know, we had developed one boy interface to interface with the .com and that didn't work out for our employees, the, the, the first version. And that, and, and so we had to very quickly in a few months, we do all of that. And so we just were able and we were like, oh, this is great because now we have the design system. So now actually building a system like this isn't so hard. We can yeah. actually trust that it's going to be user friendly and our employees are going to love it. And they do. So we basically created, launched a whole new system in a matter of, I think it was more like six weeks and employees loved it and it was easy. That's awesome. You know, I didn't even know that you used the design system for the for the CoStars interface. I didn't I didn't realize that until just now. That's cool. I, I know oh, that as we were kind of working on it. Yeah, it yeah like, I, didn't, I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it's in use right now with a whole other system. <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome. That's great to hear because, you know, I, I know part of the way that we work is that we use a design system, you know, even if it's not the deliverable for the client, we'll still make one anyway, because at least a pattern library can help us to build interfaces better. And so, you know, I know through the course of working together, we had iterated on the interfaces and the content and all that stuff a, a bunch of times and having a design system helped us to do that quickly. And then also during the course of that, even while the design system wasn't, you know, quote unquote finished, you know, we would use it with with some of the other the other vendors, and to say like, "Hey, we got to make a you know a, a Wi-Fi landing page, or we got to make this you know this other interface over here." And so, having this this kind of kit of parts to be able to spread around to all the other vendors was really useful, and it meant that they didn't have to worry about that part, you know, because we already had that in the can. And so, it's I'm glad to hear that it's kind of spreading around the you know the the organization too, where where other people are, are making use of it because that's the point. You know, the point of it is that it is a way to scale design without having to reinvent the wheel. You know, every single time or invent new interfaces from scratch every time you're you're doing a project like that. So uh, it's great to hear. Well, just like we we've always been such sticklers about our brand, but it's been hard to articulate how how that brand should show up visually in digital interfaces and. You know, like even though our color is purple, well, you know, our, our brand color is purple, but that should never be the prominent color. But how do you convey that to a developer, you know? And so it could just, it could end up being 10 different versions because now with the design system, it's just so clear, you know, and to a developer, it's, it's, they love it. And I it was a one, it was probably the, the one time that the, the most aligned IT and I have ever been is when we looked at each other and we're like, oh, a design system, this could change everything. <laughs> we're like, yes, we have to do this. It makes perfect sense. So good. Well, cool. As, as we wrap it up here, the last question I have for you is uh, for somebody that's in your position at another organization, so somebody that's running marketing, somebody that's kind of overseeing the the digital presence and, and the way that the organization presents itself to the world, what advice can you give to them in terms of how they should look for a partner, what types of things they should be concerned about? Uh, you know, what, what what advice would you share with them? When you're working on a massive project like this, where you're trying to to go from worst to first. So even if you're trying to just create a product that customers really love, you want to work with a team that has more talent than you. Like I always look for people who have more talent than me. So 
And it's, like I said, a luxury to have people who have worked on so many different brands and have a disciplined approach to design and digital development and transformation. Somebody who's in your position that needs to hire a team like Super Friendly, what kind of, what should they be looking out for? Well, I think if, if, if someone's going to hire a team like Super Friendly, I would hope that they're ready to soak in a lot of goodness. And by that, I mean how to work. Like I learned how to work better. So we, my team had, te- had a tested Trello, uh, but we hadn't quite dialed in how to use Trello effectively. But between by watching Super Friendly and you guys and how you're using it, we were able to just jam through the kind of work with you very quickly and tell And luckily, you're, you're open to allowing us to have that kind of visibility and interaction with you. Uh, so, so someone like me that wants a lot of visibility and wants to look at every inch of, of a project, that's great because you're very transparent. But for me, I, 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 or I hope other clients look at you and say, let me just have a lot of fun with this and let me use this opportunity to, to learn from a lot of really great people. And to not just learn about web design and development in UX, but also learn about how to work. So, um, you know, you created this really beautiful working site for us. And even just the, the site that had all of our documentation was so easy to follow. And when you're working with so many different vendors, it's sometimes it's just hard to follow where the notes went, where the documentation was. With, and so you made it very easy for us. So I would just embrace how super friendly works and consider that as part of the, the project too. It's a lot of fun. And then the other thing is, yeah, you know, discussing it. We did, we, we had a pretty clear point of view on the outcome, like what, what we wanted to offer our customers, but how we did it and the details of that was just amplified times 20 with your involvement. So I like that we had a strong point of view as to what our priority was to get people to book offers online. But I also like the fact that I was open to, and our whole team was open to hearing maybe a slightly nuanced approach to that that came directly from our customers that you're able to understand and translate into a beautiful experience online. So I think being open to all of that goodness is would be my advice to anyone who would like to work with you. Well, that's about uh, the perfect way to wrap this up. I can't think of anything better. Mamie, thank you for your time and thank you for talking about all this stuff. And uh, let's do some more work together in the future. I love that. 